Hey, 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 this is the PS Me thought of the day. So, you know how this thing goes. <laughs> for those that are listening, thank you for tuning in one more time with me. Um, I'm going to be spending, try to spend under 20 minutes um, just speaking what God has given me on my mind. So, I'm not just going to keep on yammering. Let me just go ahead and get to the subject. Let the healing begin. All right. Welcome, 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 everyone. Again, thank you so much for pushing play for the Psalms of My Emotions, the P of Me thought of the day. Um, it's actually a thought of the night. You know, um, you know, took some days off. You know, Thanksgiving um, has ended. Um, so I took a, some time off. Um just to get myself together and to prepare, you know, for Thanksgiving feast and take time doing that. And I was at my desk for some reason, I have to make sure my desk is in a certain order before, you know, I go back to work the next day. I work from home, have my desk. I just love to come in into a clean and clear environment. <laughs> I don't know. It just kind of helps me a little bit. So anyways, um, to go on with my thought of the day, for tonight, it is the miseducation of isolation. Um, this has been on my mind for a while now. Um, one of my list of ideas that I have written to speak about, I'm just trying to hear where God wanted me to go with the direction of this thought. Miseducation of isolation. When we think of isolation, we think of it as a bad thing. You know, sometimes this may be a fear for a lot of people. You know, a lot of people do not like to be alone. Uh, it's just that, you know, you're left with your thoughts and, you know, you don't know what to do with all of that time, all of that idle time. But really, is isolation truly an idle time or do we make it an idle time? In my experience, of just me being me. <laughs> I am, you know, I would call myself a bit of a, a loner. And I think not necessarily, it's just that just because I'm always in my thoughts. I'm always thinking of something. I'm always thinking of what to create. It's like my mind is more busier, you know, just where it occupies my whole thoughts and my whole actions. It's just that I have so much going on in my mind that I can't help but, you know, I don't feel like I'm too much. It's not idle. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I believe there's a lot of miseducation on isolation. I believe there is a time where isolation is appropriate to have. We all need this for a time of reflection. We all need this time of evaluation. So when I think of isolation, it is a time of reflection. And sometimes some people don't want to be alone with their thoughts. It's more torture for them to be alone with their thoughts because now I have to relive, you know, it could be the bad things that, you know, you do or or, or I did, or, you know, it could be um, the wrong things that you said, you know, now I have to really relive my actions again, you know, if you allow your mind to do so, 
Uh, but the correct way to do so is to make it right. You know, you acknowledge it. It's not to be guilty, um, especially in Christ. You're not to be condemning yourself of things that you've done. I mean, hey, this flesh is flawed. This flesh is all types of wrong. <laughs> this flesh doesn't do anything right. You know what I mean? It's just like it, it functions off of what it feels. And sometimes what it feels is not right. And, you know, to, to solely base everything on how our flesh feels is just totally wrong. So we're going to always do something incorrectly. But, you know, we have that time of pulling back and reflecting to correct our wrongs, to go to God and say, hey, you know, I'm dealing with this and I'm dealing with that. God help me. I believe those times of isolation are important. Some people say, well, don't, you know, it's not good for you to isolate yourself from everyone. Not all the time, but I do believe there has to be a period in your life where you have some time to yourself. It doesn't have to be an extra long time for me, myself. I took it was about, uh, whew, I mean, I, I I'm was with my family. I interacted with my friends. So it wasn't like that. But I did spend a lot of alone time with God. It was a year and a half, you know, um, to, to just bring myself in to see what God wants me to do. So, I mean, it could be a weekend trip, a solo trip, a, um, you know, just a day to yourself, just quiet, a book you know, study the Bible, praying. Everybody needs that time. So all isolation is not bad. Too much is bad. Of course, too much of a, of, of a thing is bad. But I believe if you have not experienced some form of isolation in your life that will cause you to reflect in order for you to be better, you, you're missing out. You're missing out on an opportunity of self-growth. You're missing out on opportunities for God to make you better. You're missing out on opportunities to, you know, get the blueprint plan for your life. To always occupy your time and your space with people and with things will cause you to ultimately kind of lose your space lose your focus. Now you're allowing uh, people and things to control and occupy, you know, your time. And then you start to lose yourself. And then you're wondering, you know, who am I? What am I supposed to do? And, you know, so you're going through all of these things when you don't have some sort of isolation, some sort of pulling away, you know, to think. So, you know, just in, in, in as me, you guys know, I am a word girl. So I'm just going to go ahead and just look that up really quick. You know, the definition of isolation. I'm surprised that I didn't even do that initially so that I can have it ready. But like I said, with the these thought of the days, I don't write anything down. I just have a subject, subject and I go off the cuff. So... <laughs> So basically isolation um, or to isolate is the state of being in a place or situation that is separate from others. 
Uh, the condition of being isolated, the isolation of the mountain community. But okay, blah, blah, blah. They're doing an example in the Merriam-Webster dictionary. So the state of being in a place or situation that is separate from others. So being separate from others, because God has called us, you know, men uh, should not be alone. So we know completely, complete isolation for long periods of time or forever is, is, is not good. But in order, you know, and then we do see in some aspects in the Bible where, you know, uh, the leaders and the, the, the patriarchs of the faith went to the mountain to pray alone. <laughs> Those times were needed. Those times were times of not only reflecting, but they were, they were times there. They were, sorry, y'all. <laughs> They were times of re-energizing. And I solely believe that because there are, I it's so funny because I say that I'm um I do a lot of peopling. Like when I do too much peopling, uh, there are days where I have to take a couple days and stay in the house because I pick up on so many so much of people and how they feel and you know i can just pick up a lot and sometimes it can drain me and so that i have to stay in you know in the house for at least a day or so just so i can get re-energized because i have so much going on in my mind and so much that i'm processing that i picked up unknowingly from people that i have to spend that time to kind of uh purge and you know, uh, to give God my thoughts and to pray about certain things. And it's not to be, as they call it, uh, deep and wonderful. That's just how I'm wired, you know, and I can't help but pick up on people. I can't help it. I believe that's a gift that God has given me, but I need that time to, for God to, for me to give those burdens to God, you know, for me not to carry on the weight of people, <laughs> I need to give it to God. So not only is isolation, like I said, a, a time of reflection, but it's a time of re-energizing. If you're always going, 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 if you guys, I don't know if any of you remember like the Energizer Bunny and it had this, this, this battery where, you know, if you use a generic battery, then it was going to die quick, but the Energizer just keep going, going, going. But, but if you keep on going, 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 because we're not a machine, you're going to you're going to run and 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 be short in some areas. You can't keep going 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 and expect your best self to show up every time. We the way this flesh is set up, we need some some rest. We need rest. We need rest in our our mindset. We need to rest. So, you know, that's another thing about isolation we need it it sounds bad it sounds terrible don't isolate yourself don't do that and i agree like i said to a certain extent where you're isolating yourself because you don't want to deal now that's a bad isolation when you don't want to deal so then you pull yourself away from situations in which you should be um trying to have a resolution then that is bad that is toxic. You're running away at this point and never dealing with the issue. And so that point of isolation will cause you to 
uh, subscribe to some unhealthy um, ways to cope. You know, you that's how you end up with um, getting into drugs and getting into to things that you're not supposed to, to medicate yourself. And that is wrong, you know, so... And, and if you can't use isolation as a part of avoidance, that is so good. Isolation is bad when you use it as an avoidance mechanism. Isolation is good when you're using it because you know you need it <laughs> for your mental clarity, your spiritual clarity, and just for your overall peace. You know, that's when isolation is good. And I think there's just so much uh, miseducation about isolation. Sometimes people, depends on depending on where they are in life, they will say, don't isolate yourself because maybe they don't want to be alone. You know, they can't deal with not being around people for a certain you know period of time or they don't want to sit in their thoughts because now that I have to sit and reflect, that means I have to make changes, you know, to my life, to my situation, to how I'm doing things. And that means if I'm sitting and thinking about it too much, I, I can't do those things because now I feel bad. Now I'm, I'm facing myself. Isolation will cause you to face yourself, you know, and I believe and like I said, I've never been in jail I, you know, when they put someone in a hole, even though it's a, it's a terrible space to be in because it's dark, it's probably dark. You don't probably eat as much as you should. So then that mess messes with you mentally. But I believe the overall idea of even with being in a hole, like I said, I don't know all, but just thinking about being in a hole, you're, you're, you're forced to, to think about what you did. You're, you're forced to, it's like being in timeout. If you remember even, let me go to, let me get off. That was kind of heavy using the hole as an example. So let me go on a lighter route. When you're little, you know, when, you know, you, your parents may have told you to go in the corner, go, go sit in the corner. What was the purpose of that? It was punishment because as kids, you want to be free. You want to be able to do what you want. You want to be able, you want to be able to go, 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 go. But now you are forced to sit and think about your actions. You are forced to sit and think about what you did. And when the next time that that situation arises, because you've had that time to sit in the corner and think, next time that the situation comes around, you will make a better choice. That's why I believe isolation is important in our life as far as taking that time to reflect. Because I'm going to tell you, the enemy operates in cycles. You know, loves for you to repeat things. Loves for you to go around and around and around and around and no out in sight. The enemy loves that. You hear me? So... <laughs> When you do that, um, you know, isolation kind of breaks that cycle because you're you, you're sitting and thinking. It breaks that cycle. Devil don't ever want to let you get out of an out of a cycle, never. So that isolation breaks it. That break from the routine breaks that. 
you know, breaks that 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 circle, that hamster wheel that you're on because you're stopping. You're stopping. Wait, let me take a couple days to sit and reflect on some things. Let me take a couple days or a day or I mean, and like I said, it could be a day. It could be hours. You know, it could be two hours. One, any time that will cause you to just sit for a while. I believe it is needed. And for those that say that you is bad, no, you you need time with yourself because even with our relationship with God, you know, it is an individual affair. At the end of the day, we individually have to go to God. You know, when that day of judgment comes, we individually have to be in front of God and take account of everything that we do. We have to give him an explanation of what we do. Us, no one else, we do. And so what are we going to say? Well, I wasn't aware that I I did I was doing that. God going to be like, I was trying to pull you into these little areas in, the, in these little pockets of self-evaluation and you can stop. You know, you can stop to say, oh, well, maybe I was wrong and I should have apologized to this person or I shouldn't have did that. And then it's like you keep repeating stuff because you don't want to pull back. So I just wanted to get on here to really clear that up for anyone that is thinking and debating about, you know, man, I really need a day. I really need a half a day. I really need two hours, two days, a week, whatever, you know, you go to God for and whatever period of time he tells you to take some time off. Don't feel guilty about it. No matter how much demand that people may put on you. And I understand people have busy family lives. So for me, not having anything extra going on, I can do that. You know, and I mean, and I don't mean extra as far as I got things to do now, (laughs) but as far as having a family of my own and a husband and, you know, all of that stuff going on, I don't have that going on right now. But so I can say, okay, I'm going to take a trip in the next couple of weeks by myself and just go. Um, You know, so that's why I emphasize with an hour or two. You know, make arrangements to have that isolation time for yourself because you need to rethink your actions. You need to rethink what you're doing. You need to even purge, you know, from picking up everything that you've picked up. You know, I used to get so tired when I would go to work on a train. You know, this is downtown Chicago. I would be so drained coming into work and coming from work because there were so many people on the train. Everyone seemed like they were just like slumped over, tired, stressed, you know, especially working in a city. It's just, it, it was tiring for me and I was carrying it, you know? So anyways, anybody that's debating on taking time, go ahead. And go to God to see how much time you should take. Go to God. I never advise you to do what you want. Go to God and ask him, you know, like, 
just I mean, and there's you could talk as freely to God as you want, long as you ain't cussing. <laughs> y'all don't cuss at God. I hope y'all don't cuss at God. You know, don't do that. Anyway, go to God freely and just say, God, I'm tired. God, I, I feel like I need a break. God, I I just need to stop. You know, it's like something is wrong, something is off. And that's how you know you need to pull away when something just feels off kilter. Sometimes praying in the morning ain't going to get it. Praying at night ain't going to get it. It's just not. You need some time, time to get yourself together. And so, you know, you just need to. And so just go to God, just really with your feelings and how you feel and just say, God, I'm tired. I'm you know, just restless. I'm anxious. And he'll tell you, you know, he'll speak to you and he'll direct you and he'll kind of tell you when your time is up, you know, to, that's just like consecrating, you know, he'll tell you when your time is up where, Hey, you know, you have what you need to get through whatever days. So, you know, get it and go. So that's why it's so important. You know, even Jesus went up to the mountain and prayed. Moses, went up to the mountain and prayed. You know, there's something about going to an elevated level uh, to get clarity, you know. Um, I used to love being by the beach and everything because it seems like the ocean was so calm to me and I would hear more, but I was by myself. You know, by myself, I loved it. No talking, no nothing. Just, Lord, I need this peace. I need this quiet. I need you to refill me from everything that I've put out. And it's it's worked. It it has worked. And for this year and a half that I will say I took up a a minor isolation. Like I said, I was still with friends and family. Um, It is such a great deal to prepare me for this next level that I was entering into, you know, being a a leader, a a, a leader, a a minister, a lead servant, you know, there were things that I had to unpack in front of God so that I could be able to handle other people baggages. So I won't be heavy with mine on one hand and then trying to help carry somebody else's with the other hand. My hands are free now where I've dealt with my baggage. Now let me use both hands to help somebody else with their baggage. You know, it's all about helping somebody else. It's all about, getting better and being clear-minded for somebody else. You should want to be the be- the most healthiest vessel that you can for God, working for God. It don't have to be, you don't have to be in ministry to be working for God. You know, you are a, a, a believer of Christ. You are working for God, but You will need those periods of isolation. Don't let nobody tell you that you don't need a break. Don't let nobody tell you how long your break is. If if they can't discern if if it's not healthy for you because you're trying to run away, that you're using avoidance tactics. But if they're just telling you don't do it because just don't or I need you here or I, I, you know, they're pulling at you. I need you, but I want you to do this. and I want you to do that. No, that's not a, that's not an excuse. That's not a reason. <laughs> but if they're really concerned and say, Hey, I think you're avoiding something. I think you're running away. Okay. You know, you might want to 
even then think about that and just say, you know, what am I trying to run away from? What I'm trying to avoid? Because the longer you run, like I said, it's going to catch up with you. You ain't going to get away with it. But anyways, I hope this cleared up some miseducation of isolation. I don't know. I feel like this is for someone that that someone has been telling you or any of you that it's not good to take a break. It's not good. You know, um, it just depends on what, what you're using it for. You know, are you using it to just get some peace, some rest, some um, a better outlook? Um, you're irritated. You're frustrated. You need to take a, a, a step back and it's needed and it's necessary. Don't let anyone tell you that it's not. You know, it, it works for me and God deals with me heavily. So I take that break so God can deal with me. All right. So this is over 20 minutes, but I, I pray that this was good and that it helped you in some kind of way. So I'm just going to go ahead and leave you guys with this thought. And there will definitely be more thought of the days to come. I definitely have a list for you guys. All right. So have a great night. And I will check you later. All right. Bye-bye.